Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. So learn more at Duracell.com slash PowerSafely. Available in 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Dell TechFest starts now to thank you for 40 unforgettable years dell technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech for a limited time only save on select next gen pcs like the xps 13 plus where you can make the everyday easier with windows 11 unleash more possibilities with cutting edge systems the most advanced features and great prices plus curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors mice and more must-have electronics and accessories when you shop at Dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at Dell.com slash deals. That's Dell.com slash deals. Today's daily highlight from Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. You know we love what we do. We get to meet the most interesting people. Make friends along the way. Yeah. So uh, when we heard we had an opportunity for Yara Shahidi to come visit us to talk about Tinkerbell, which she is uh, in, which premieres this Friday on Disney Plus. Yeah, Peter well, Pan and Wendy. Yeah, but but look, you know, she has quite the list. I mean, starting with Blackish, and then her character Zoe rolled over to Grownish, and now tinkerbell we, this is interesting if you grow up as a little girl and you read little stories or bedtime stories whatever you never dream in a million years one day you're going to play that character so cool what's That'd that be like the best ever but when you do that play that char- character you make it your character mm-hmm. so we have to talk to yara about that is she ready to go she is is it time for love all right bring live me yara Ben's interview lounge well excellent thank Hello. you for coming in nice to see you elvis oh, hi you how are you, how are you? Is it nerve-wracking just walking into a room full of people you don't know? Like, okay, we're on. I'm loving it. The adrenaline? There yeah. is a lot of adrenaline. 
There's a lot. Of, which button is she on here? Here we go. There you are. I found your button. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's so good to see you. Good to see you. And when we heard, uh, we heard about Peter Pan and Wendy on Disney Plus this this Friday. We're like, okay. Even an old cranky guy like me, I can relate. It's been around that long. I mean, the story has. But when they say, hey. Would you like to audition, or would you like the part of Tinkerbell? Your first thought is what? My first thought was, oh, you're joking. Like, I, I don't know. I think the thing is, it came so out of the blue. We were in the middle of the pandemic. We hadn't even gone back to shooting Grownish that when you get a call and you have, like, three of your agents on, it's like, oh, Tinkerbell, question mark? Uh, I don't know if I even processed it as a real offer so i think after like about five minutes i realized oh no they're actually being serious and then i got really exciting because it was just a real full circle moment i mean when do you get to play a fairy yeah oh i do know? every day <laughs> Stop it. that's in real life oh sorry life. Yeah. <laughs> did you have to audition for it or did they just say we want you it was an offer but it was it started with really just a series of conversations so they had reached out but then i ended up talking to the director david lowry and that was so fun i was in the middle of taking an old english class and he was in the middle of wrapping up the green knight so we ended up having a lot to talk about in regards to old english which i is. need to take an old english class <laughs> do you <laughs> i do okay it's crazy because people think it's a uh, middle english but it's like a different language Wait, there's a middle language uh, see you've lost us <laughs> no, okay. it's really... It was my hardest class at Harvard, well, okay. I have to say. At okay, Harvard. We'll, we'll talk about it, though. I mean, you, you get good pizza there, so you, you, can't, yeah. you cannot complain. Yeah. But I know, but so old English. I mean, bring us... Like, give us a sentence or all two I, like, that would bring us up to speed on this. All I remember is the phrase, the king said, which is not even a full sentence, but that's, se kuninga quieth. That's not English. It's, an, it's a different language. It's actually, anyway, it's more English than the English we speak. Yeah, probably. So. Neither know. here nor there. But anyway, we had a lot to talk about. It was a really fun first conversation because you just get two nerds on the phone. I know, but how fabulous because there's it's there's it's rich in history. Yeah, There's stories, lessons we learn from, dear God, back in those days. Mm -hmm. I wasn't there. Even I wasn't there. <laughs> so, uh, Yara, after you know, okay, it's solid, we're signed, I'm going to play Tinkerbell. Mm-hmm. You go take a shower and you have your private shower moments. What, <laughs> like, what, like those moments where your head just kind of meanders and you kind of go down these these holes and things. Mm -hmm. What were you thinking? Like, what are they going to do? Tie me up to a string and fly me across the room? Or yeah, I definitely, <laughs> I think, was initially nervous because they were like, okay, you're going to get like a Cirque du Soleil trainer. Like, you're going to be on strings. It's going to be a whole so cool. deal. And it was exciting, but I was like, "Geez, I can't even cartwheel!" Like, are they gonna, are they gonna be like, "Actually, J.K., this girl can't cartwheel," like that's it? I don't know what it was. I got really paranoid about if I, I didn't live up to the expectations of my Cirque du Soleil trainer. Wow. Uh, it ended up being that because it was all motion capture that I didn't have to actually be on strings because right. the visual effects team did their magic and made it look like I was flying but yeah I think it was a moment of excitement and then a total moment of, moment of panic yeah those shower moments we should not be allowed those yeah <laughs> so how did you do on the set today Yard? well I flew into a wall yeah <laughs> didn't have to do that at all thank god I feel like your life is fascinating and amazing and a life that I would want. You started obviously with Blackish mm -hmm. and then you transitioned to Grownish. So you've grown up on TV and then you go to Harvard. <laughs> Are people at Harvard impressed by somebody who's done all of that? Or is it like, oh, we're at Harvard. We're all coders anyway. <laughs> I think it's kind of the latter. People are not sweating me at Harvard. Um, and sure, I mean, I have a group of close friends that would give me my props for like, oh, cool, congrats, you're 
the Tinkerbell announcement came out my junior year, and I was in class while that was happening. So cool. Um, yeah, and so yeah, people will give me my props, but quite honestly, it's it's really more so that everyone has their own thing going on. And so I remember my freshman year, it more so leaned into just kind of being ignored on campus, where I'd be out there waving at folks, <laughs> trying to make friends. Yo. <laughs> yeah. I know, but what an experience. And it's, mm-hmm. you're so young and you have, wow, what adventures you still have uh, ready to go. Michelle Obama wrote your recommendation letter. Like, <laughs> you just like text her up on the phone. Hey, can you, I need a letter. Can you help me out? So did my AP Calc teacher. I notably was the only person that got an AP Calc recommendation. <laughs> but, um, but. Everyone here is going AP Calc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I tried to forget all of yeah. that. <laughs> now, are you friends with uh, the Obamas? Uh, I mean, Friendly, I, I think it was really wonderful in the last year of the administration. I did a lot of work with their educational uh, programs and initiatives. And so, you know, I was in D.C. quite often. Um, but, yeah, what a lovely family. I think what's so funny, we always note the fact that we never met uh, Sasha or Malia there because they were always in school. So we'd be at these events, but they were always in school. And it wasn't until we were actually, like, in class together um, that it was like, oh, Hi. I've known your parents for a while. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. So don't start with me. <laughs> I know you. It wasn't a threat. It was more so very exciting. You know, I love <laughs> During my travels recently, we, we took last week off. I was in Europe, and you go to the Ooh, bookstores. Uh, we went to, to Italy, where you know, I know, I know, just a bunch of wine and pasta. And truffle hunting. Don't and forget truffle the truffle hunting. hunting. <gasps> very, very. Wait, do they have pigs for that? Is that real? Actually, they use dogs. They use dogs. Yeah, truffle dogs. And it was an amazing experience. What kind of breed is a truffle dog? That it, it, sounds I, so bougie. I, it is. <laughs> and that's what it we is, said. Really it sounds bougie on this end. I'm a multi-poo. I have a truffle dog. But when you're there, when you're, when you're on the, tr- the, the, the farm, it doesn't seem bougie at all. Okay. I mean, it's when they, they, took, they took the truffles, our dogs found it. I'm sure they ended up on the market somewhere in Florence <laughs> with a lot of money. But anyway, one of the things I loved about travel is going to the bookstores in the uh, airports. And um, Michelle Obama's book, still right there under bestsellers around the world. Yeah, and so, the light we carry. Exactly. And you know her message, even during Obama's, uh, uh, his term, uh, her message was always uniquely hers. Mm-hmm. And we always thought that was just pretty strong to know that she wrote a recommendation for you yeah. i mean con- congratulations <laughs> thank you um <laughs> by the way yara shahidi is here uh yara is of course tinkerbell in peter pan and wendy which premieres disney plus this friday mm-hmm. okay let's talk about tinkerbell because this is a story we all grew up with mm-hmm. and i never really stopped to think hmm who was tinkerbell like, <laughs> right. and then then these conspiracy theories come yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Have you read any of the conspiracy theories about Peter Pan? Wait, no. That, in fact, Peter Pan is the angel of death. And that is why... <laughs> whoa, 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 yeah, whoa. Yeah, think about this. That's why none of the kids ever grow up, because he is taking the children when they die off to Neverland, which is kind of like heaven. And, in fact, Captain Hook hates him because he is the angel of death, and that's why they fight. Of course, this is not true. That's crazy. Could be true. Now she's like, should I have taken this role? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking everything. But when you see the story, when you hear the story, it, to me, it was a lot of things that were nowhere near, you know, the Prince of Death. <laughs> I mean, there are great issues about, like, I mean, these are all orphans, correct? I mean, they Lost had no... Boys. 
Yeah, assume, I mean, I think that was yeah. the interesting thing. There's a really interesting storyline about families in it. because there And there's the Lost Girls now, too. Not yeah, just there's some Lost time. Girls in there. Uh, it's a really cool group of kids, but I think that's what I liked about, you know, being a part of this remake was that they took the central theme of never growing up, which we've seen in every iteration of Peter Pan, and said, like, let's kind of explode this. So let's figure out why Hook like actually grew up let's figure out why peter never grew up let's figure out how all the lost boys got here and the fact that we assume they don't have families but oh. is that true huh oh. what a intrigue okay so <laughs> specifically tinkerbell yeah uh in your in your mind the different mm-hmm. layers of tinkerbell what do they all add up to Mm. Well, I think for a long time, Tinkerbell has just kind of been a sidekick. And what I love in this is that in really subtle ways, she doesn't have to give a, a monologue about how she's the a new and improved Tinkerbell or anything. But she's really just such a part of the adventure. And she's really protective of these kids. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that she's kind of tangentially been involved in this like Peter Pan and Hook beef for a long time. Um, but I think what I love most is that the central arc for her, at least in my opinion, was like, what does it feel like to be so unheard? Uh, and it ended up allowing me to then kind of play in the space of being super exaggerated, but also feeling like I have some sort of grounded truth and some sort of thing that Tinkerbell's trying to achieve. Okay, she just go wants there. to be heard. Talk about it. Well, it's more so that you have a character that just kind of chimes. She really doesn't speak all that much. And then you have Peter, which at times just is totally misinterpreting her. So her best friend does not understand a word that she's saying. You know, she just keeps talking and he'll say, oh, Tink said, insert whatever she absolutely did not say. Uh, And so it's interesting because it takes Wendy coming in for her to be like, oh, there's potential here for me to actually kind of be seen in this new way. And, you know, I like the fact that it happened in these really small moments. It wasn't anything huge. It wasn't anything big that happens where, you know, Tinkerbell then takes a stand against Peter Pan. Right. But just through this relationship with Wendy, you end up seeing like a whole other side of, of who she is. So may I assume that uh, the uh, the word read number for Tinkerbell was maybe less than some you know, of the other characters? You know, it's the most I've ever spoken. Oh, really? She just doesn't <laughs> shut up. No. <laughs> I'm really? kidding. What? I'm no. kidding. No, I truly... We on set would put lines on the page just so I had an idea of what I was supposed to be intending to say but otherwise going back to Old English I spoke a mix of Farsi, Spanish, English, and Old English. Oh, dear God. Like, no. Now, this sounds more, way more impressive than it is. It was absolute gibberish, because we were just taking, like, a word here and a word there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'd have, like, my sentence in English of, like, what I meant to say. And then I'd have a ton of random words, which was, like, my version of saying it. And then when you actually see me in the trailer, I'm just... I sound like I'm making bell sounds and chimes. But, Yara, you know, I think the magic thing here, and I'm sure you've thought about this, is how powerful of an actor you are to have the least amount of words but the most amount of movement the most amount of moving dialogue of some sorts i mean tinkerbell is is a hero you know that was really exciting i mean it was definitely a a challenge as an actor because my other characters truly never stop talking never like zoe does voiceover she talks to camera and then she's the number one talker on the show so all it is i lose my voice like twice a season because she just never shuts up but i I noticed in real life People who talk too much usually say less, and people who talk less usually are saying much more. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? So, yeah, so it was interesting to go from a character who, like, I love 
just how expressive Zoe is, but Tinkerbell is expressive in a whole other way. And like you're saying, I mean, I've never been so aware of my face muscles in my life because, <laughs> you know, I didn't have words to be like, oh, well, what I mean is all I had was like, I can either choose an eyebrow or I can choose to make a certain face with my mouth, wow. but that's about the extent of it. Yeah. And then even with motion capture, um, you go and do all the body work separately. So, oops. <laughs> Let me not <laughs> touch this equipment. You can um, beat the hell out of me. It's okay. But all the face stuff you do separately and you have to be really still with your body. And so that was another weird kind of moment of saying like, I had to kind of figure out what the flying and all that looked like because by the time we got to the face capture, I had to be so still that oh, wow. my range of motion was like I could kind of push my hands up a little bit wow. if I wanted if I wanted to be a little expressive or get some motion in there but otherwise you just have to sit there so all the cameras can capture when, you when you watched it back for the first time were you amazed at how they put it all together yeah I think my first thought was I made it into the film because <laughs> okay, there's that <laughs> everything I did happen so separately from everyone else but my second thought was it was absolutely incredible to see because I of course got glimpses throughout the process of what the character would look like or what the dress looked like or what my ears would look like and I even got a sample of flying but I didn't get anything close to the magic of when I sat down and said oh my god that's a real character floating around wow. and it looks like I was flying in the the sky all these days oh, beautiful i wish we really could uh, one of these days we we'll figure it out i think one of the most magical things about this is that you're the first black actress actor to play <laughs> tinkerbell and to me as a brown girl growing up i didn't mm. ever see that and now you get to be that how exciting is that to you oh i mean it's so exciting because it's really full circle my first jobs i ever did were primarily print jobs for disney when i was like five and i would get dressed right. up in the different costumes i was like kim possible and i have a cutout of mia cinderella but again i was always the black version of these characters and so to think i wouldn't have never thought that at 20 i would be playing the next iteration of tinkerbell and just be Tinkerbell and now there's a whole generation of kids where it's like well this is just what Tinkerbell looks right. like and it's not going to be weird to them because you open the door and it just is what it is yeah yeah because I, I was always I think going from being the like alternative version of to just the version exactly there's and there's a difference and yeah. we were talking earlier before you came in about this same topic when it mm. comes to Broadway plays yeah oh right? wow yeah you, when we went to see Frozen on Broadway oh at one point they had um I, I don't know if it was Elsa or Anna, but one was black and one was white. Mm -hmm. And it was just wonderful to see and it was just accepted. And right. it, that's the way it should be. It reminds me of Brandy's Cinderella with yes. Whitney Houston. Like, yeah. oh. There was no questions right. about how the prince came from <laughs> white mom, black dad. No, yeah. black mom, white dad. Oh, they have to um, explain like, it. <laughs> they, did, they did not an ounce of explanation. <laughs> but I love the fact that as a kid, I mean, the bigger deal is the fairy tales and the magic. And so not sometimes right. I think as adults, we get so caught up in logistics and trying to figure out well how does this change the fairy tale but when you're talking about magic and fantasy it truly does not matter if you build a great enough world and a big enough world that just becomes you yeah. know just a, yeah. a part of the story yep. oh my god say all that again <laughs> <laughs> no, the good thing is we can rewind and play back because it was beautifully, beautifully said. by the way Yara Shahidi is here of course Peter Pan and Wendy is premiering on Disney Plus Friday we'll all be watching and here's the, as I was listening to you I don't know if anyone agrees with this and this is not a I'm not trying to be Mr. Nancy negative when I hear you talk about all that goes into all the computer graphics and you have to stand still because they're going to put a body on you that mm -hmm. is flying and, and, and I'm like oh my god this is like hearing a magician telling you how he sawed the guy in half yeah. And I just want to see it. 
You know, right. and, but if, so when I watch a film, if I start, to, my mind goes away from what I'm watching and experiencing and goes into the, oh, here's how they created this mm-hmm. on a computer. I'm like, no, slap it out. No, <laughs> stay with the magic. So when you, have you seen the whole, the whole yeah, the movie? Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. Okay, so the first time you saw it, knowing that they plugged you in here and plugged you in there, took you out here, baby, it was something that you saw it. What was your feeling? Like, How did it make you feel? I was really... I think I was really impressed because I had no clue what I was going to walk into. I mean, of course, I have the ultimate faith in David Lowry as a filmmaker and know that he makes just great things. But still, I had no clue really how I was going to be plugged in. I had seen storyboards and I'd filmed the stuff, but ultimately it was up to them once they got all the footage to figure out where Tinkerbell was going. But I think what I like is as someone that's very similar and I'm actually kind of miserable to watch movies with (laughs) because I'm always thinking about that stuff. I'm always like, why'd they CGI that tree? Why not get a real tree? (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's going to be a long movie. (laughs) I'm always that type of person. But what I loved was truly, it was one of the first times I didn't get caught up in it. I think Tinkerbell is such a little magical character that it makes sense how fast she's moving makes sense like it makes sense that what you're seeing is a little bit extra reality there's a little pizzazz on it and so i think there was a nice mix of practical effects because on the other side you know alexander ever the kids they're actually up on strings flying around and so yeah and so they were very intentional about when they would be leaning into visual effects why they would be because you know i also have a trail of pixie dust and you can never see me move really because i move so quickly that you see me buzz around but it would have been i would have just gotten motion sick being on strings while they drag me across the screen but yeah they were very intentional so a lot of the sets they built crazy cave sets crazy three-story ships and so there's because of that balance i feel like i personally never got caught up in like the visual effects versus practical effects thing and 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 this weekend let's all strive to leave a trail of pixie dust yes i always try (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) i try every weekend to make that my my goal it is such an honor to have you here oh well thanks for having me yar shahidi your story is uh sounds as magical as (laughs) as the actual Peter Pan and Wendy premiering on Disney Plus this Friday. It sounds like an event that we can all have some fun watching. And thank you for coming to see us. Oh, thank you. Yara Shahidi. Thank you. You're the best. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is your choice of bacon or sausage, egg, and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes for just $3. Break your morning routine. Get your $3 breakfast deal today. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours.